Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's totally fine that you don't make $150 million a year. It's totally fine. We're fine. It's all I mean, good. I mean, just making me feel inadequate. <laughs> just with all our people watching from back home. I'm sorry, not you, me. I, I take just as much responsibility as you do, right? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN, Sirius XM Channel 80. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for being with us this morning. You want to give us a ring? Give us a call on the Dr. Pepper call in line 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Shell Pennzoil performance line. So the reason I gave that phone number is because we do have some calls and we do have some tweets because we are asking you today, we know what comes with Thanksgiving, right? Family, food, football. I know this year's family situation might look a little bit different than in years past, and so will the football side because we don't have Steelers and Ravens tonight due to COVID concerns. However, we can all probably hopefully put food on the table, and so we're asking you to compare an NFL team to your favorite Thanksgiving dish. And I said this before the break, so I'm going to give you what I got. My best one I came up with. You're a big food person, I'm so big, you should knock this segment food, out Big apart. food person. This is literally tailored for you to crush right, Chill it. out. Chill out over there, okay? You You're look, pushing three You bills. eat more you than me and you look like that. You <laughs> okay. should be singing like the praises to the higher power that you're blessed with that. I look at food and it's five pounds on me. <laughs> Don't do that. That's true. not true. All right, I got a few. So first of all, the stuffing for me would be like tried and true. Got to always have it, right? It's like reliable. You love it. Um, it's not really flashy. It's just kind of there. Steelers, right? Stuffing. That's what I would. You know what? I was going to pick them as the stuffing because they fill you up. Like you watch it and you feel like you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that from it. The defense is good. They got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Chase Claypool. Make it stop. You get a little bit of that with a, with a, a young rookie bursting on the scene, scoring a touchdown in his first 10 games. I, I, you like the run game that they've got going there. Everything is just, it comes together for goodness with the Steelers. That to me is the very definition of the stuff. And you know, they like, you put the stuffing inside the turkey, like you shove it up. Like, I feel like the Steelers are just shoving it to everyone that they play. Oh, okay. Did I go too far? Yeah. Yeah, I probably went too far there. Okay. But this is the best one that I've got the gravy. I'm a big gravy person. Put the gravy on the turkey, put it on the stuffing, put it on the mashed potatoes, maybe a little on the green bean casserole, dip the roll in it, whatever you want to do. But like gravy all over the plate, okay? The gravy, Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs can play anybody in this league, and it's worth watching. I don't care if they play the Jets. You want to watch the game because you want to see what Mahomes can do. You want to see what Andy Reid can do. They're very balanced offensively with a run game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell. And then their defense isn't too shabby either. And you know Andy Reid's always going to be aggressive. He's flashy, right? Like, the Kansas City Chiefs are the gravy. They go with everything. They make everything better. It's perfect. I think the gravy's the Bucks. I think the gravy's okay. the Bucks, and this is why. It's all over the place. You just throw that on your plate, and you consume it, right? And that's what the Bucks are. They're all over the place, but we're consuming the Bucks. We don't know what they are. They can't stand alone. It can't just be the offense that wins the games. It can't just be the defense that wins the games. They need to come together. The gravy, you're not just eating gravy. You're putting it with something. The Buccaneers are missing something. Is it the power struggle between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady? Is it a defense that needs to step up a little bit more? Is Tom Brady uh, showing his age by not being able to hit the long ball? So many questions. What I do know is the Bucs, as they are right now, it's not enough. It can't just be the gravy. 
You got to put it with something. It's got to be on a mashed potatoes. It could be on everything and be good because we know what it is. At its very essence, it's good, but it's not standalone good. That's what the Bucks are right now. Okay, that's fair. Our producer wrote in here, the Bucks are mashed potatoes. Like Brady, they're still good, but they're better things that have come along. That's like Whoa. so... What have you done for me? Better things, opportunistic. One of our TV you didn't producers. Like, she didn't like that one. A little opportunistic she didn't like for that me. One. What do you mean? Better things come along. I like only as good as your options. I don't like that. Um, one of our TV producers, Damien, said the Falcons are the turkey because they get carved up every week. Ooh, Boosh. That's yeah, little, that's, I, I like I would, those shots being taken. I would be feel attacked if I was a, Fal- a Falcons fan with that a little bit. Can we take a call? I'd love to hear what some callers think about this. Can sure. We do let's do that. And let's go all the way to Hawaii. That's oh, where I'd Dutch is. I'd love to go to Hawaii. Dutch is in Hawaii. Dutch, what do you got? Hudat and aloha. <laughs> yes. And yes. what i got to say is uh, us South Louisianians and New Orleanians have gumbo, you know, on, on Turkey Day and sometimes the night before. And I'd like to say that it would be a an unusual side, but would represent the New Orleans Saints because it's a nice, rich soup. It has, like the Saints, a lot of different specialities in there, shrimp, crab, sausage, you know, and that special touch of your grandmother. And uh, I think that's what's going on with the Saints right now. So God bless y'all. And have a happy Thanksgiving and give thanks to our great country, America, and Thank to you, all Dutch. of us. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I so love it Dutch is Dutch. in Hawaii. He's a Saints fan. He says Saints are the gumbo because he they have Louisianans. He says have gumbo on Thanksgiving. It's like Italians. They have lasagna. It's like got a lot frozen. in it. It's got a lot in it that makes it good. We like yeah. gumbo. I like gumbo. I just don't know that I would have compared the Saints to that on Thanksgiving. Like the Saints to me would probably more be like a green bean casserole. Like, but you don't have green bean casserole on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I do. Sure oh, I you do. do. Okay. I was gonna say because it, it's just like always there. There's nothing flashy about it. It just is what it is. It's straightforward. Not everyone loves it, but for some reason it keeps showing up every year. Like. It's not a staple. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that would be the same to me. Not gu- Gumbo's a yeah. little too off the wall. You know what I was trying to think of? Because I'm a big Cincinnati Bengals guy, born and raised in Cincinnati. Shout out to the 5-1. Hey, no one's comparing the Bengals to the Shout out to the 5 one We're not here for any Cincinnati Bengals hate. It's been a rough week. We're all trying to get through this, trying to come to grips with Joe Burrow being out for the season, uh, maybe, uh, maybe all of next season. Uh, who knows when we'll see him again. But we're going to see him. So the Cincinnati Bengals to me, and, and look, I get a lot of flack for this. I'm a pumpkin pie guy. Not a sweet potato guy. I'm a pumpkin pie guy. I know that makes people feel a certain way. I get it. But I love me some pumpkin pie. The Bengals are the pumpkin pie. This is why, Shay. Okay. We've gone off the rails. After you consume all the good food, you're always in the back of your mind saying, but what's that dessert going to be like? What's that dessert going to taste like? It's going to taste good. But I'm going to stretch that thing out to the very end. I'm going to eat every single thing all day long. And then when the opportunity presents itself for me to dive in for that pumpkin pie, it's been sitting there, but it's been out of reach. I've been working on the casseroles. I've been working on the mac and cheese. I've been working on the turkey. I've been working on uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. I don't touch cranberry sauce. But once I finally get to the opportunity to eat me some pumpkin pie, that wait is going to be worth it. Ooh, baby, it's going to be delicious. And that's what the Cincinnati Bengals are. Joe Burrow's out for maybe a year, maybe a little bit longer. It gives this organization to do right by him, to build better a better team through the draft, through free agency, through whatever. 
to get them in a place where when that leg is big, bad, and strong again, Joe Burrow comes back better than ever, and the wait Cincinnati was completely worth it. Okay. I'm so sorry. I I really appreciated that. But you like, got to go back to Cincinnati to see no, my family. So watch how you do this. No man. one is comparing the Bengals to to dessert. Nobody. No one. Like I I know you're a fan. I love the Bears. I I'm not even gonna compare them. To what are dessert. your Bears? What are your Bears? Do they have to be on the plate this year? I mean, yeah, they they're still in they're the like hunt. The dinner roll. Like they're just they're kind a 500 of team in the hunt. Jordan. I, I'm frustrated with my Bears. Okay, I can't with the offense. Like I can't with I'll the quarterback. I'll give you an opportunity to think I'm of one. Over it. You owe your Chicago Bears one. Why you think of it? I just gave you one. It's the dinner roll. It's just there on the side. Dinner, you love dinner rolls. That's true. <laughs> I just see you murder crush ten a good dinner, dinner rolls in a sitting before. I mean, and I do you're love the big Bears. on the dinner rolls. So I do love the Bears and I do love dinner rolls. But there's nothing to them that screams Thanksgiving or that screams like this is a team you have to consume. You have to have it on your plate. Like. And same with the Jets. They're the cranberry sauce. I think the cranberry sauce is an interesting one to me. That's the Browns. Cleveland Browns are the cranberry sauce. And this is why they're the cranberry sauce. I don't care for it. But it's off to the side. It's purple. It's different. It's it red. doesn't look like anything it's not else. Purple. Is it red? I'm it's red. It's like, Cranberries are red. Whatever fuchsia, whatever color it is. It's a different color than everything else. So your eyes gravitate towards it. But it doesn't do anything for anybody. Like, it's like, look at me. I'm different. I'm special. I'm not like the rest of the other foods on the table. And that's what the Browns are. We got all this talent. Baker Mayfield, all up in the videos, all up in it, dancing, doing all these things. They're great commercials. You laugh. You love them. I do. They're more entertaining than his play on the field. And it's just like cranberry sauce. You sit there. and Oh, that's cute. It looks good on the table. But it's not worth anything. That's true. So this is the first time that no team has played on Thanksgiving with a record of 500 or better. Since 1959. That's right. No Steelers, no Ravens. So this is the first time no team will play on Thanksgiving with a record of 500 or better since 1959. And Stats Incredible is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. Top-ranked Alabama has found its toughest opponent of the season, and it's not even a football team. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. He's Sean J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN 2 Series XM Channel 80. And just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN. I am Shay Cornett. He's Jordan Cornett. We're filling in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin this morning. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Feels good to be working on Thanksgiving. It's just what I know. Well, we don't usually see each other on Thanksgiving. That, never. you usually covering the NFL, covering the Chicago oh, yeah. Bears beat when we were uh-huh. living in Chicago. And I was somewhere covering a holiday basketball tournament. Oh, what life was like what life prior was like. to COVID. So now we're just getting up at four in the morning? Together. Together. Gotta love that. Aw, see, that's nice Gotta love that. We're we're describing NFL teams using a Thanksgiving dish. If you want to do that, give us a call on the Dr. Pepper call on line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Shell Pennzoil performance line, and that is where we go right now because Peter Burns is there. Who we bit this from. Bit bit this bit from. We did take it from him. Thank you, Peter. (laughs) SEC Network, best week ever host. Peter Burns joins us now, Shell Pennzoil performance line. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Peter. Thanks for waking up with us on this holiday. We've already consumed cookies. I, hear I, you. I was going to say, I figured the Cornets are going to be like this perfect diet couple that you, everybody <laughs> looks around in the neighborhood. And they're like, we just hate them. Look at them. Why are they always in such good fit? And then I, I get the headphones on this morning and I hear Shay just munching on cookies. And I'm like, yes, these are my people. <laughs> these are live. my people on Thanksgiving morning. Yes. yes, We keep it real, Peter. Okay. So let's keep it real now. What's going on in college football? Uh Nick Saban tests positive for COVID-19. He will not coach on Saturday in the Iron Bowl against Auburn. First of all, what was your reaction to this news? We hear his symptoms are mild, obviously a good thing, but what does this mean for Alabama? Yeah, I mean, it just means that they're going to have to do what they thought they were going to have to do for the Georgia game, right? Remember a couple days prior to the Georgia game, uh, Saban gets a positive test and, you know, everybody freaks out and, all right, what's going to happen? And now, remember, at that point, Georgia, we didn't know how, you know, uh, inept their offense was at the time. So we thought, hey, that's going to be, you know, great defense versus great offense. What's going to happen? And sure enough, he ends up finding out that ended up being a, a false positive. So for this, you knew when they did the PCR test, it was it was done. He was not going to be coaching in the Iron Bowl. The players could wrap their head around it. And in a weird way, because they have already been through that drill once before, I don't think the team really at any point, Shay, is surprised by this, nor unprepared, because now Steve Sarkeesian, their offensive coordinator, was going to take over the reins last time. He'll just do the same exact thing this time against Auburn. So, Peter, do you think in any way this will – you kind of laid it out where it seems like it'll be a seamless transition here um, from one coach to another. Uh, But is there any way you see a negative impact from not having your guy, the face of the program, in Nick Nick Saban physically – on the sidelines uh, in such a storied rivalry matchup? Jordan, absolutely. A- especially because it is the Iron Bowl, right? Like if this was a, a, any other game, but the Iron Bowl, weird things happen, right? These rivalry yeah. games around Thanksgiving, always something crazy can happen. And here's where it matters. It's not the first scripted play. It's not the series. And it's not really necessarily the end of the game. What it is, is the halftime adjustments. Because at some point, if Gus Malzahn, who traditionally coaches incredible when his back is up against the wall and he's on the quote-unquote proverbial hot seat. If they catch fire like they have done before, they did last year, 
And all of a sudden, you go into halftime. Traditionally, you look at Saban as the general telling all his commanders, hey, you go handle this, you go to handle this, we need to make an adjustment here. And now, not that Steve Sarkeesian can do it, but those players see someone else at the head of that table. Right. And I think that's a different vibe. And it's about being able to make adjustments. Now, with that being said, I think Auburn's run defense is absolutely atrocious right now. And Tennessee actually showed that uh, last week. So I think it could be a situation where there's not many, many adjustments need to be made by from 31 to seven at halftime. But if it is a close game, that's where it'll be a difference. Okay, uh, you said weird things happen in the Iron Bowl. I will forever hear, Auburn's going to win the football game. Football game. He's going to win the football game. (laughs) Football game. My whole entire life. Uh, I'm going to go negative here, and I hate to do that on a holiday, but I'm just going to do it. By the way, we're talking to Peter Peter Burns right now of SEC Network on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. If for some reason— I thought real quick you were going to go negative and then introduce me again. You're (laughs) like, man, I'm going to go negative. We're bringing Peter back for another question, so thank you. He's still sticking around, Shay. Peter Burns is still— That was an awful transition. You're right. That was my my bad. (laughs) I'm going to go negative here now. Here I am. So let's just say Alabama loses this game. They're upset Mm -hmm. by Auburn. Does the committee view Alabama differently because they don't have Nick Saban on the sideline as their head coach, i.e. like Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, something along those those lines? Sure. I mean, and even college football playoff committee would be the first person to say that. Now, is it the same as far as the player, the coach? I think on a head coach like Nick Saban, because he is what I consider the greatest coach in, uh, in, in the history of college football, yeah, they would look at it being different. But it doesn't really change anything. And, and I guess at this point, Alabama almost has a, a mulligan in golf terms, right? Even if they lost to Auburn with Saban out, they're still going to win the SEC West. And then what it allows them to do, or, or what it what it brings them up to be is that in the conference championship game, they would have to beat Florida, right? It would have to be that simple. They would not have that mulligan. But if Alabama wins this game, they're still in a situation, frankly, to me, that if they run the table and play in the SEC championship game, as long as they wouldn't get blown out by Florida, they're in the college football playoff. Peter, as a a Notre Dame alum, uh, I I work at the desk on Saturdays um, covering – college football in the ACC conference, in the ACC conference, in the ACC, where Notre Dame is in their study abroad year for this one year because of this COVID era. <laughs> Just so happens they're the best team right now record-wise yep. in the ACC. I'm always curious to get the take of somebody, most especially in the SEC, how they feel about a team like Notre Dame because how Notre Dame has shown in those big-time games when they've gotten to the college football playoff, when they met Alabama uh, in the BCS championship game and lost handily in 2012 to Bama, uh, where they be- if they belong. Has Notre Dame showed you enough this season to feel like this is a team that belongs, and if they did face Alabama in a collision course for the championship, that they would match up nicely in that one? It upsets me so much that you and Gojo got together and asked me this SEC question because, you know, because for me, you know, I've always kind of ripped Notre Dame and in a couple of years ago when yes. they made the run, I'm like, listen, I thought they were fraudulent and I thought that team was not that good. I think this team is different. You know, you see in just what they were able to show against Clemson. And even though Clemson didn't have Lawrence and Uangalale was it was the quarterback, which I love saying because I think I kind of nail it every time I do it. <laughs> You're um, close. DJ Uangalale. Yeah, good. DJ Uangalale. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think there was enough there to think absolutely that this team could compete. And here's the deal. I, I'm hoping – that, you know, listen, at some point you look to Shane and you're like, all right, I'm putting a ring on it. We're getting married, right? Like, and, and you locked it yeah. down. It was awesome. Or actually vice, vice versa, too, for you guys, right? You looked at each other and you had to make that marriage work. 
At the same time, I think that's what Notre Dame and ACC should do. I would love to see that because at this point, who the hell else is going to give uh, Clemson a run for their money? Like Notre Dame went out there at home, punched him in the mouth and said, listen, we're going to come in here, steal your girlfriend and you need to hold our trophy. And now I love that mentality out of Brian Kelly and the Irish. And I hope we see more of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Okay, let's let's switch gears a little here. Cincinnati, their game canceled against Temple. Yeah, it's tough go for the Bearcats here. How does that affect their playoff hopes? They're number seven right now in the rankings. Absolutely brutal. Uh, Because not only, listen, this would have been one of those probably 49-14 wins um, because Cincinnati's defense has been so incredible this year. Luke Fickle's done a great job of that. So you needed that A, that other inflection point, and you needed something that's going to wow. I think where it hurts the worst is that the AAC put out a statement and said this, they both have an opportunity to play on 12, five because of the schedule, but because of the testing and their, the league protocols, they won't be able to play that game. So it's not so much as this game against temple that hurts is the fact that they can't play a game on 12, five, because I know that they were actively looking at opponents, whether it be BYU or whether it be a PAC 12 team or whether it be someone else saying, Hey, here's the, one at I need to play because I need to have a resume builder. The fact that they can't play in these next two weeks is brutal uh, because they might have still been on the outside looking in, but now this this absolutely hamstrings them and it, and it stinks. And it's a reason why we should be having eight teams in the college football playoff, not four. And I never thought him, I never thought I'd say that in my life. Like er, everything's weird in 2020. I'm so with you. Let's get this straight. Peter Burns has celebrated Notre Dame here and he's oh, clamored geez. for an eight team playoff. Peter, is... I don't even know if we're talking to you anymore. The body snatchers must have got you, uh, but we're enjoying this conversation. Speaking of snatching, we snatched an idea. <laughs> from you because it was a brilliant one. Shay mentioned it as we brought you in here talking about likening our favorite teams or just teams we cover in the NFL or in college football to their favorite Thanksgiving dish. Because it's your idea, it feels prudent to give you the last say in in this interview here, picking a team and you can pick a college team, maybe it's Alabama, or you can pick a professional team and liken them to your favorite Thanksgiving dish. Give us one of your best. All right. um, Because I am from Louisiana, I'm going to go, I'll go NFL here and I'll say that the New Orleans Saints are my absolute favorite Thanksgiving dish, which is alcohol. Because you never, you know that something weird is going to happen, right? All of a sudden, Drew Brees goes out, and then you get Hill running in there, and Peyton doesn't want to put um, Jameis Winston at quarterback, and yet the defense ends up showing up, and that's uh, amazing. So you never know what you expect with alcohol around Thanksgiving, um, and so sure enough, that's what uh, the New Orleans Saints are. What, the, what's the alcohol um, of choice, Peter? I, I like Crown. I'll take some Crown Special Reserve. I'm, oh, I'm kind of. I'll get a little bit of the brown stuff. I but like now this that, new Peter. I like this Peter. Peter right. goes hard on Thanksgiving. I respect it. <laughs> All right, Peter Burns of SEC Network, thank you so much. You're we the best, appreciate man. the insight and the comparison on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving to your family. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Cornette. See y'all. See ya. Uh, all right. Crown Royale. Crown Royale. I thought he was going to be like, oh, you know, a nice glass of wine. And what's the crown? Yeah. It's, it's been a year for us glad we got Glad we got him early. I mean, if we would have booked him maybe in the 9 o'clock hour, who knows? Yeah, who knows what could have happened. <laughs> uh, we've got some callers that have called in to ask questions about, or I'm sorry, to answer our question about what Thanksgiving dish, dish you would compare to the NFL team. Rick's in Tennessee. What do you got, Rick? Uh, yes, I'd like to say first that you guys are doing a fantastic job. I'm really enjoying y'all together. I wish Thank y'all you. was on five days a week. Thank you. And, uh, Thanks, Rick. You're welcome. But uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and of course, I'm from Tennessee, so we love collard greens, of course. you got to have that. Let's go. That's the yeah. Cowboys. And uh, I hate the Eagles, 
So a friend of mine made some stuffing one time and a turkey with oysters in it. It was so disgusting, you know, and that's, that reminds <laughs> me of the Eagles. I hate them. So. He's, Rick, you started so kind and nice. So and nice. anyone in on the Eagles, disgusting. hey, Rick, I love it. Hey, you I have me? Hey, I wouldn't be down with oysters in my stomach. You had me it? at the compliment. Once you, once you sing our <laughs> praises, you can go any different direction you want to go. Oysters are nasty unless you're feeling ooh la la. Oh, okay. And and it's seven thirty, folks. That's what Those happens. Oysters. <laughs> Things have really turned the corner. I, I think our first that. date involved oysters, no? No, sweets. I don't think our first date in, involved oysters at all. Then how did I get to the ooh la la? Let's not go there. Let's families let's, listen. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there at all. Uh all right, let's get to Sports Center. Here's Sports Center right now. So Steelers Ravens matchup has been moved to Sunday amid positive COVID testing. The Ravens Steelers game has been moved from Thanksgiving evening to Sunday afternoon at 1:15 Eastern due to three more positive COVID tests. It's the 13th game of the season that has been postponed or moved due to coronavirus concerns. Nick Saban will miss the Iron Bowl after testing positive for COVID-19. Nick Saban has been very has very mild symptoms rather according to Alabama and will have to isolate for 10 days meaning he will miss the top-ranked Crimson Tide's annual rivalry game Saturday against Auburn. Argentina legend Diego Maradona dies at age 60. Argentina soccer legend Diego Maradona has died at the age of 60 after suffering a cardiac arrest. Maradona recently had surgery to remove a blood clot from his brain and was released from the hospital on November 11th. Sports Center is brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. More details. The Ravens, to me, they don't feel invincible anymore like they did last year. You know, we're desperate, too. Uh, we're all desperate to win this week. We're not chasing perfection in terms of 16-0. We're chasing all the parties. You know I love this it. one. I do. Don't make me. You're quizzing me? No, I won't do that. I hate again. when you that do wasn't that. fair. I hate when people quiz me live on air I'm with not, some stuff you know that I know, but I just freeze up. And what do you always say when I put you on a spot? You're not a good test taker. I'm not a good test taker. Yeah, I'm not. You, you which maybe like, I shouldn't be in television because you have to like be on your toes at all times. You're time. good. You're great. But I mean, I don't like tests. Although, Diddy, right? Diddy, now I'm intrigued. Biggie. Wait, it's not Diddy? It's both. Puff and Big. Oh, okay, good. I was getting nervous. Um, yeah, I don't like to be quizzed. Yeah, I know. I, 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 which I know. And I have downloaded on my... I thought you said you got more money, more problems. I was like, where's this money coming from? <laughs> Shay Cornett and Jordan Cornett filling in, for, filling in for Keyshawn J. Will Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and just tell your smart speakers to play ESPN. We are married. We normally uh, rock with each other on Sundays, on game day, on ESPN Radio, but we're lucky enough to be filling in this morning on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And that's what I was going to say. We're here with you for these four hours today. We're here for, with you for four hours tomorrow. So, look, we're, we're going to be us. This is who we are. We, this is how we are at home. This is how we get to be on camera and over the radio airwaves. We're blessed to do it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you enjoy us, we're getting a lot of positive feedback. That's <laughs> great. And yeah. we're very thankful for that. And if you don't like us, don't worry, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin are going to be we'll back, be back on Monday. Monday. Yeah, don't worry. And this will just be a blip on a radar. Exactly. So you you're say good. We, you're like, we get a lot of positive feedback. I get the I get the hate emails. Like they they seek. Why do they only? Send I think it to I'm me? just. I just think I'm so like predisposed to it now at this point that even the hate I find a good in it. Like, oh, at least that was funny. Yeah, at least they reached somebody out, called right? me when I shaved my face. That's why I have this weird beard going on. For those who can see us on TV, it's because when I sh- clean shaven, they said I look like what. A thumb. My thumb. <laughs> and if you look at my thumb, 
It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard when somebody said I look like a thumb. I lost it. And I know the guys are falling out, <laughs> out to the side. Look at this and look at me. When I'm clean shaven, I look just like this right here. But I've got this right here, so I'm all good. I'm a married man. I don't care what y'all think. It's one of the best insults of all time. It was great. I mean, some of them are good. You just got to lean into it's it. It's so good. Uh, okay, we have been comparing Thanksgiving dishes to NFL teams. And I know if you're listening to this and maybe you're hearing it for the first time, you're like going through it in your head, like, what the heck are they talking about? So, for example, we use the Cowboys. This is the one we keep referring to. It's not even that great of a one, but it's an easy one to understand. The Cowboys are the turkey. You got to have them on Thanksgiving. Not really the best thing on the plate, but it's like you almost have to have them. They have to be there. They're America's team. They go with Thanksgiving. So the Cowboys are the are the turkey. And you could go a hundred different ways with this. William is in Tennessee, and it sounds like he's a Titans fan. Williams, what do you got? Uh, the Titans are like the, are like the sweet potato casserole. When it's good, everybody wants to be around it. When it's bad, nobody wants to be around it. Like all Tennessee teams were fair weather friends. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like okay, that. so William says the Titans are sweet potato casserole. And I uh I just I love the Titans. I like wholeheartedly disagree with this. I don't know what you like about that defense, so you gotta tell me. They're good at turning the ball over. They force they, they turnovers. Force turnovers. Bend, they they bend a lot, but they don't. You know break why I like the Titans? Seven. And I wouldn't compare them to sweet potato casserole. I'd almost compare them. To mashed potatoes. Like, you can't really, Everybody's like, mashed potatoes No, no, no. I said stuffing earlier, didn't I? I, I thought you gave somebody else mashed potatoes. Maybe I did, potatoes. but let me tell you why. You can't really switch up mashed potatoes. That, some people use milk, butter, whatever. Maybe you throw some spices and herbs in there. But it's like, no one's, like, throwing some random stuff in mashed potatoes. Because the Titans, they stick to who they are. They run the football. They run it down your throat. That's who they are. They're not going to stray away from it. You and paid I the love man, that. and you showed him the money at Derrick Henry. And he's going to show you some wins. And if, if you're not going to let me run the football, fine. Then we'll kind of try and rely. Show that quarterback to money, Ryan then he'll be opportunistic. And, and he's a very points. accurate quarterback. But they don't stray away from who they are. And I like that about the Titans. I like that Bengals. about human beings, too. Like, they did against my, my they, they got welcome to the jungle earlier this season when they went to Cincinnati. Straight away from it a little bit there. You just I just keep, have to tie in Cincinnati Bengals a little bit. Again, it's been a rough it. week for my Bengals. Nobody ever talks nationally about the Bengals. An opportunity this year because of Joe Burrow. I'm here to just tie it in a little bit here and there, picking and choosing my spots. Okay, well, I'm, I'm happy you're doing that. Thank you. It's making everyone happy. All right, the Furminators in Texas. Furminator, Furminator. happy Thanksgiving to you. Let's hear your comparison. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Uh, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs, and okay. the uh, delicacy for Thanksgiving is strawberry rhubarb pie. The uh, strawberries are the sweetness of the Chiefs' offense. The rhubarb is the sour portion of the defense. But you put a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream on that hot strawberry rhubarb pie, which is Mahomes, and you st- you're the last thing in the meal at the end of the day. The best part of the meal is last, and that's another Super Bowl championship. Okay. Hey, Furminator, let's go, bro. Happy I, Thanksgiving happy to you, Thanksgiving man. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I like that comparison. It's I never really, had strawberry rhubarb pie. Yeah, we have got, like, gumbo. We, we were talking have about oysters had, with oil. Have you had strawberry I'm not a big rhubarb? rhubarb gal. No, I don't think I've had strawberry rhubarb pie. Like, Because the rhubarb's, like, sour, right? Isn't it? That's like, what you like, just said, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm asking. Like, that's the rhubarb. <laughs> it's a skill. Um, but maybe some of these callers could just keep it, like, like on our level here. I mean, I don't stray too much from the regulars. 
strawberry rhubarb pie, the stuffing listen, with the oysters, the gumbo. It's a lot. Like, that's, listen, it's a lot for me. It's the same woman, and you know I, I love you to death. It's the same woman that asked if macaroni and cheese was commonplace on Thanksgiving. I just like, asked. You're I not the standard in this. I just wanted you're to know. You're not the standard in this conversation any longer. You don't get to judge what is normal and what's not. Not in this one. Okay. I love you. You call all the shots. You drive our household. You drive the show. I mean, I'm not stupid. What man is going to work with his wife and say, no, I'm driving the show? Do I look dumb to you? Well. Like, she runs the show at the house. She runs our life. <laughs> she runs the radio show, whatever radio show it is we're doing. But we're going to have my life goes. on Thanksgiving. But when it comes to picking <laughs> yeah, okay. the sides and when it comes to what fits on Thanksgiving, I'm not deferring to you on that one. Okay, fair and enough. And the buck stops there. Chill. We got a lot of mac and cheese coming You're bad your at way, it. Boy, That's what okay? I'm saying. Just You're relax. very bad at it. You're awful at Jeez. it. 6-8 <laughs> demanding... Demanding macaroni and cheese before 8 a.m. This body's no accident. I don't get the 300 pounds by not working at this thing. Okay. Uh, This is my day. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette, if you can't tell, we live together. We're married. Uh, We're filling in. Happily. We're filling in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. I don't know. They're they're never going to let us fill in again. (laughs) They're like these two. They're letting us do it tomorrow. I know. I don't know. Who are you going to try and find to fill in the day after a holiday? Good luck. (laughs) We're in here. Here we are. We'll still be talking about the macaroni. I'm adjusting the settings on the seat in here. I ain't going anywhere. It's hot in here, and I'm starving, too. Uh, Paul's in Connecticut. Paul, what do you got? Yeah, I'm a Washington uh, the football team fan, and they're like the Brussels sprouts on the side. They look appealing, but in the end, they give you gas. <laughs> okay, Paul. Paul wins. It wasn't. I was like, again, with the not Paul. normal Thanksgiving dish, but that one's good. It also may uh, – I'm not going to go too far down the path Please with Brussels don't. sprouts. It's so early. Uh I like and I, I know what you're about to say. That's asparagus. Oh, that is asparagus. Yeah, I knew See, where you That's why I stopped because yeah. I didn't even know if it was the right path. Um, look, Washington has a shot to win the game and be in first place. So Brussels sprouts, as bad off as you want to make them, they may be the gold <laughs> standard on a certain plate in a certain division, that being the NFC East. So yeah. say what you want, but you might want to, Paul, reserve judgment on uh, the flagellates right now because <laughs> you don't quite know what's going to play out later on today. Uh, Joshua's in Connecticut. What do you got, Joshua? Man, I got the New England Patriots. Baked mac and cheese is a hit or miss. Yeah, now, Josh, it's only a hit or miss, though, depending on who's making it. If it's somebody Man. established making it, then it's a home run. And Bill Belichick's established, but he's not the one making the team. And this team is a minor league team with some minor league talent. And that's not because of Bill Belichick. So this is a mac and cheese. Now, hold on. You're not going to put any of this on Bill Belichick that they don't have a capable offense? Not even a little bit. Not Opt not outs, even a little. You're going to opt outs, injuries, guys. Opt even. outs. That was the majority of the defense. It's nothing to do with the offense that's been incapable. Who are those wideouts for the Patriots? Jordan, this has been the same story, though, now for multiple years. They sold out to win championships. They sold out and they won. And now they're paying the price on the back end. And that's what you're seeing right now. Bill Belichick, nobody can make that offense into what it is. Nobody. Tom Brady is still there? No. It'd be the same situation. Like, this is who they are. So this is the mac and cheese that was store-bought or that was made on a stovetop by somebody that don't know what the hell they're doing. And that's what the Patriots are, so I agree there. But there's no hit or miss. It's just all miss with the Patriots. Where's the hit been? Where's the hit been with the Patriots this year? Have you seen consistency anywhere? Uh, No, when they played Seattle, I thought that was a hit. They looked really good against Seattle. They lost the game, didn't they? They looked really good against Seattle, but Seattle has no no pass defense, so I take that for what it is. Uh, Our mac and cheese better not be the Patriots. And they today. did lose the game, but it was still a close I game. really hope it's not.
But I'll have a hand in it. We're working together. I was just going to say, we're working, no, you, you don't. We're working together in the kitchen. It's a team. Tell me what to do in the kitchen. I would never. We're a team <laughs> in the kitchen. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tough decisions have to be made in this in this business, whether it's uh, whether you're going to make the move at quarterback or not. You're not making that move, right, Don? To a different quarterback. And maybe you don't have to give the whole franchise over to Jalen Hurts, but I feel like a week off would allow um, Carson Wentz to kind of regroup. Sometimes you have to step back an inch to move ahead a mile. And I think that's the kind of thing that Carson Wentz needs right now. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin on Thanksgiving morning, but we're filling in for them. Shea Cornett, Jordan Cornett here with you. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thanks for being with us. Hopefully they'll let us come back. We've kind of taken this show a lot of different ways. Today that's who we are. That's who we are. Today is a lot about family and football and food, and we're just kind of encompassing it all. Starts with family. Me that's, and you, buddy. Yeah, me and you. Here we are. Forever. Forever. All right. We do need to talk some football. Um, not necessarily a game being played today, but an intriguing situation nonetheless because of what is going on in the NFC East. And we will see two teams in the NFC East try and surpass the Philadelphia Eagles today. To do that, one team's got to win. Can't tie. Either the Washington football team or the Dallas Cowboys, somebody's got to win. Meanwhile, the Philadelphia Eagles are struggling, to say the least. And they've got another tough opponent on Monday night as they welcome the Seattle Seahawks to Philadelphia. Here's Doug Peterson on what's going on with his quarterback position. Tough decisions have to be made in this in this business, whether it's a, a tough decision to, to move on from a player in the offseason or the decision now to whether you're going to make the move at quarterback or not. I mean, though, these are all decisions that have to be made by me. But for the most part, I just uh, I focus on the players. I focus on on getting better each day. You're not making that move, right, Doug, to a different quarterback? Not today on Wednesday, no. Okay, possibly for, for Monday? I'm focused right now on getting better today. I mean, okay. we're looking, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would say no, no. Carson's your starter for Monday. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is proof. Doug Peterson is not committed to Carson Wentz. Proof is brought to you by Pennzoil. Pennzoil synthetic motor oils are made from natural gas. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil based on sequence for a wear test using SAE 5W30. So it's going to you- see indecision goes beyond the quarterback position, <laughs> but also to oh, the coach. That's rough. I mean, but to me, it's You're like, right, though. how much worse could have a response have gone? It's clearly opening the door that there is indecision going on at the highest of levels there on what to do with the quarterback position because, what is it, $121 million committed to Carson Wentz there? So for financial reasons, you feel like you're— I think it's 130 you, you feel like you're tied to that quarterback in Carson Wentz. And Jalen Hurts, who you drafted in the second round, 
was supposed to be an option at quarterback, and every time he's been out there, he's done what he's done in college. You know the talent, but he can't take care of the football. Three fumbles and and seldomly used. So you're in a very tough decision where there's no clear-cut answer, but your, your, your head coach, Doug Peterson, who has a knack for getting the best out of the quarterback position and prides himself on being an offensive-minded guy, he doesn't know. Or maybe it's not what he wants. There's clearly something going on. To say, we're not making this decision, not today, on Wednesday, what does that say to you, Shay? That there's a decision that's going to be made at some point, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not before this game on Monday night, but a decision that is very much on the table. And how, Shay, can it not be? How can it not be? Okay. Carson Wentz doesn't have to be as good as he was in 2017. He could just be okay. He's not even a shadow of what he was in 2017. But he doesn't need to be. If this guy just played average football, they're winning the NFC East. They're winning the division. It it goes back to my favorite line in the breakup. That's not the problem. She's the problem. (laughs) The whole offensive line. You remember the line? I know the line. Vince Vaughn, it's so quotable in that movie, The Breakup. Everybody should go watch it. Filmed in a backyard of our... Uh, our, our town in Chicago there, which we love. Uh, but he's the problem. There's a lot of problems there. But 14 interceptions, I, I get it. Injuries, uh, the defense, the offensive line, the receivers. But decision-making has cost them in some of these games. 14 times over, you've got to flirt with the change. You drafted at 53rd Jalen Hurts. If nothing's working, why not try to inject some life into your team? By trying another option. Okay. A uh, hundred and thirty million reasons why you're not gonna do that. However that you can't be beholden to that. You can't you can't not be when beholden. you have a chance to win a division. Okay, sure. You win the division, you play one playoff game, you get bounced. I mean, what's what's it worth, really? You're Carson playing, Wentz you're playing for something. Carson Wentz is on pace to be sacked sixty times this season. Okay, he's been sacked a league high forty times. That's awful. The man needs to make quicker decisions. There are numbers that prove he is not releasing the ball fast enough. The decision-making is in question. That's very, very obvious. He was sacked five times by the Browns without Miles Garrett, I might add. Okay? The line has been been arranged now. The offensive line has been shuffled multiple times. Nine times in ten games, to be exact. So while I want to put it all on Carson Wentz, the offensive line is a problem, too. They had injuries starting in training camp, and that is out of his control. However... As a man who makes that much money and you are the quarterback and essentially the face of the Philadelphia Eagles at this point, decision-making needs to be at a premium. And right now, it's not. The Eagles also struggle immensely on third down. Probably the most pivotal down in football, no? They didn't convert at all against the Giants on third down. And then they went two for 12 on third down against the Browns. Two for 12? What this is yeah. a, a team in the National Football League. Really quickly, you're, you're going to play some blame when you see it. Who do you blame? Oh, okay. Who do you blame here? Who do you blame here I on the Eagles? That. Blame one person. Who do you blame for all of it? One, paramount for the blame. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Sure. Carson Wentz inside sure. his own head. Carson Wentz has been knocked around too he many is. times. I think he's. We talk about Sam Darnold and that infamous quote I'm seeing ghosts. I think you're looking at Carson Wentz that's so inside his head and is a shell of the player that he used to be that he's second guessing himself. This guy is is inside his own head so much, he doesn't know where to go with it. 
If I hear I can't turn the ball over one more time, I, I, I can't deal. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Up next, why Washington-Dallas will be the must-watch game for three Super Bowl contenders. That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.